Hello, everyone, and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Federal Food Crawl. My name is Katie. I'm here with my fellow foodie, Lauren, um, and we're eating food on Federal. Lauren, tell us about this project. Hello, world. So we have been longtime fans of Federal. We eat there, shop there, explore there, and we've been looking for an excuse to just spend a lot more time uncovering hidden gems. So we decided to launch this podcast. That's right. So today we went and ate some Thai food at a restaurant that neither of us had ever been to before. Um, It's called Supiva Thai. Uh, It is a little south of Kentucky and on federal. Mm -hmm. It is easy to Google and Direct yourself right there. It's in a strip mall. It's really unassuming. I don't think you would see it from the street if you were driving by. So you need to kind of know it's there. So Lauren, how did you figure out that it was there in a Mm -hmm. place that we should go? Great question. So we have been longtime fans of J-Star Thai Thai Noodle or Newell 2, which is just a block up in the adjacent strip mall. And I've been craving Thai food since I'm actually about to head to Thailand myself. And I was doing some Googling, looking for best Thai restaurants on Federal. I discovered that there are about five restaurants along Federal Boulevard, which if you're not familiar with the street, it runs from Thornton all the way down to Centennial. And Subipa popped out as a place where people kept writing in their reviews that it had really authentic homemade Thai food. It's not necessarily the most highly rated place on Yelp and Google, but those reviews said to me that there was something special there waiting to be uncovered. Awesome. So today we went there. It's a Saturday. We went at just about 4.30 in the afternoon. And yeah, we went there and ate food. Um, And we went, I guess it is, here I'll say, it's a small place, pretty... I counted 32 spots for people, uh, so I wouldn't go there with a large party. Maybe six tops would be my recommendations. Mm -hmm. What were your first impressions, Lauren? Yeah, I mean, my first impressions and then I think the whole experience really reflected back to me why we're doing this, but it's not a place that I would necessarily have just popped into if I hadn't done any previous research or had a purpose for going. It's really simple, very um, small sign. And it looks fairly dark from the outside. So I thought, you know, not a lot going on. And when we showed up, there was actually a sign on the door saying that their card reader was down for the day, so we needed to get cash. So if this happens to any of you all, there's a liquor store a couple of doors down that we popped in and got some cash. But going in, I did not have super high expectations. And, yeah, you'll find out that maybe those have changed. So uh, let's get to the part that we care about. What the food tasted like Mm. so um it's a pretty big menu we ended up ordering let's see five things off of it but there were appetizers soups salads curries entrees and a kid's meal uh no alcohol so you know grab something at that liquor store before you go i guess probably don't bring it but you know, that's your discretion. 
Yeah, so we kind of went around. There were four of us there and decided what was each of our top items to try. Obviously, we couldn't try everything on the menu. They did have a handful of items we didn't check out, which were what I would consider kind of Asian fusion, some Japanese influence, some Indian influence. But we went with some staples and a couple of new items. So I voted for the papaya salad, which I love, and I feel like super healthy, a really great palate cleanser, and just such a fun dish that I have no idea how I would make at home. Yeah, and then so we ordered that as a medium. Uh, we stuck with, we assumed kind of a mild, medium, hot scale. Uh, they didn't forewarn us about uh, spiciness levels, so we kind of went middle of the road to the low end with one spicy dish. So uh, Lauren mentioned the papaya salad. We also ordered the pork larb salad, and then that is a kind of a ground pork with a bunch of herbs and spices, some, I think, fish sauce. Mm -hmm. I don't know, something sweet, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like what really I think makes that dish is really good quality fresh mint, and it's a really different experience if you've never had um, ground meat with mint. It's amazing and delicious and some really awesome red onion, too. And then that, again, is that you're going to find that under the salad portion of the menu. You're not going to find it as an entree, uh, even though it is uh, pretty meat-heavy, but it's not served with rice or anything like that. So that can be maybe a, a lower-carb option for you folks out there. Uh, after So in addition to the, those, the papaya salad and the larb, we ordered the coconut soup, uh, which I tried to order as Tom Ka. And I got a funny look. So it is coconut soup at that location. Uh, it had, and we ordered seafood, which was the New Zealand mussels, scallops, squid. Mm -hmm. And I think that, that was it. Yeah, and some tomato, fresh lemongrass. And we went on one of those beautiful, rare Denver days. It's cold and gray and wet. And it was a perfect accompaniment um, and a really good, just hearty soup. And so we are at a Thai restaurant. So, of course, uh, we got to do the American thing and order some pad thai. So we got that with chicken. Uh, sometimes those come with shrimp. This one was just chicken. Uh, and we ordered that one mild. And then to kind of round out our experience, we ordered uh, the hot basil eggplant. And uh, that is just... That's the name, hot basil eggplant, but the spiciness level we also selected was hot. Mm -hmm. I think those two dishes were definitely the crowd favorites, so probably most of you out there who've had Thai food before have had Pad Thai. Um, this was excellent. The noodles were a little bit smaller than you would typically find in a Pad Thai dish, so people who've eaten a lot of Thai food, you know you have like the broad flat noodles that you find in a Pad Kimao, and you have the thinner, chewy noodles that come with pad thai. These were even narrower, so we weren't sure if they had a different process for creating those, but they were delicious, and the sauce was a golden brown rather than the kind of faint pink sauce that you often find that's really thickeningly sweet. It was incredible, so good. And then the eggplant was also a favorite, which I'll let Katie talk a little bit about. Yeah, I am going to jump back a little bit. And while we waited for our food, uh, we got to hang out in the restaurant, which was a 
as we mentioned, a pretty unassuming place. Things to note, there wasn't any music playing, so it was pretty quiet. You got to hear what was happening uh, in the kitchen. And there was a TV, but there was they weren't uh, broadcasting the sound, so that wasn't particular, particularly distracting. Uh, but let's see. So back to our crowd favorite of the hot eggplant. So that those were the... Indian eggplant, is that right? Mm -hmm. And so those are small. They're about maybe a little bit smaller than a tennis ball. And they were cut into maybe eights and served with red or red pepper and like a yellow or golden pepper. And then a uh, pretty light uh, stir fry sauce. I don't know what mm -hmm. the flavors yeah. were in there. And I was surprised we ordered that hot and actually when we were eating it it was not among the hottest things that i had tried but then mm -hmm. lauren found some uh, very some sleepers yeah some sleeper cells of very hot spicy thai chili peppers that were nestled in there so those if you order that dish maybe beware mm-hmm yeah, but again, all so good, and just the level of freshness and quality of the vegetables was awesome. All of the a lot of Thai food comes with fresh shredded cabbage, and the cabbage at this place was so delicious, absolutely edible. I'm not always a fan of eating cabbage that tastes old and bitter. It gets so really good. sulfurous, mm -hmm. like if you let it start oxidizing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've noticed, so that did seem. Yeah. Really fresh, and it didn't seem like it wasn't mm -hmm. sprayed yeah. from a bag yeah, or no, something it was like so that. Good. And everything came out in a nice flow um, in terms of the order of the dishes. And there were four of us. We ordered five things. We definitely are big fans of Thai food, so we probably overate, but we ate pretty much everything. Um, and we had wrapped up most of the dish before the next one came out, and they came out in kind of the perfect succession. Yeah, I would definitely say a great place to share food. So what we haven't touched on yet was the papaya salad, mm, Yeah, I think. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was really good. It came with the cabbage um, on a bed of lettuce. Um, it had it had those small little eggplants mm -hmm. in it too, yeah. which I had never seen before. Mm -hmm. And then kind of the traditional, a few slices of tomato and peanuts on top. Mm-hmm. And that was good. Yeah, so good. So overall, a definite 10 thumbs up for our first <laughs> federal food crawl experience. And like we were saying at the beginning, you can get caught in a rut just going to the same places that you know. Because there's a lot of places, there's so many options. And you don't want to, at least I don't want to pick the wrong one. But we definitely recommend um, Sripa Thai. And we would love to hear from you if you work on Federal or you have a friend who owns a restaurant there. We're looking to just find out more about what's going on in the culinary world on one of our favorite boulevards. So we are just starting a social media presence. Uh, and you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Federal Food Crawl. And you can also email us at federalfoodcrawl at gmail.com whoop, whoop. and then our final piece of the show is the lauren's cell phone chargeability scale and our federal fun fact so the chargeability scale for 
this place was, I give this rating on a scale of five, which five being absolutely awesome, one being I am so screwed, is how easy is it for me to charge my phone? And in this spot, we were sitting at a table near the window. There was a beautiful open plug right across the way. And so my phone, which is notoriously at 11%, was easily able to maintain contact with the outside world. <laughs> and for your federal fun fact, uh, did you know that every day, 30 to 40,000 vehicles travel through Denver on Federal Boulevard? That is a lot of traffic. So I'm sure you're there. Check Supivatai out. Thanks. Talk to you next month. Bye.